Hey, listeners, get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road, work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Hey, listeners, this is Laura, your host of the Before Breakfast podcast. As many of you know, I publish five new episodes of Before Breakfast every week. A few years ago during the pandemic, I hosted a short daily podcast called The New Corner Office. I shared strategies for working productively and happily from home. After life started to get back to normal, I stopped recording new episodes. However, I've kept sharing one of those existing New Corner Office episodes each week, usually on Sundays, with the Before Breakfast audience. Lately, I've realized that we've moved enough past those times that the advice is starting to feel a little less useful. So I won't be republishing any more New Corner Office episodes in this feed. However, I know that listening to this show has become a daily habit for many people. To keep something in your feed on Saturdays and Sundays, I'll republish an earlier episode of Before Breakfast. You can always tell if something is a repeat episode because I'll label it Second Cup. I have published over 1,000 Before Breakfast episodes since 2019, so it's possible that you missed a few. And Second Cup gives you a chance to listen. But if you only want new episodes, feel free to skip past anything labeled Second Cup. I'll still be releasing new Before Breakfast episodes every weekday morning. Hopefully you can find a tip that will help you take your day from great to awesome. I'd love to hear about anything you've tried in your life. Feel free to reach out to me at laura at lauravandercam.com. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. We're coming into the fourth quarter of the year, and today's tip is about how to make sure your end-of-year review is a fabulous one. Now, I know that a number of organizations are reforming the annual review process, and for good reason. Everyone, and younger workers in particular, wants frequent feedback. No one should have to wait until November or December to figure out how they're doing and to have a meaningful conversation about career progress. I also have doubts about how meaningful an annual conversation can be. Since people have short memories, a big win scored in February has much less effect on an annual review than a big win or a big mistake made in October or November. In practice, an annual review is often a 30-day review, masquerading as something more comprehensive. 
However, I know many organizations are sticking with the annual review process. And if this includes yours, then you have a great opportunity over the next few weeks to shape the narrative. Here's how you can do this. First, remember that everyone likes numbers. Even when misused, numbers seem to make an objective case. So look back over the past year and see what numbers you can generate to show your impact. Maybe you launched a new section on your company's website and traffic is indeed up. The scientists among us might note that correlation is not causation, but for your purposes, this is a rise worth noting. Maybe in April, you killed a recurring meeting that wasn't accomplishing anything. Figure out how much money this has saved your company over the year. Five highly paid people's salaries for an hour a week over seven months adds up. Maybe you've managed to keep everyone on your team working with you all year. This 100% annual retention rate has prevented all kinds of turnover costs, costs you might be able to quantify by looking at other teams. So highlight this too. Even people who aren't directly in charge of PL can show numerical impact if they try. Second, collect testimonials and feedback. Ideally, your manager is doing this simultaneously, and she's talking with everyone you work with to see what they think you're excelling at and what you can improve upon. But no one will do as thorough a job as you will, and most managers aren't going to have these conversations until right before the deadline. So go ahead and talk to people now, ahead of schedule. And first, candid conversations are good in general at any point. I mean, wouldn't it be great to learn that the team member who seems to never respond to your emails would much prefer to communicate via text? Well, now you know, even if this has little to do with your actual performance. But the real upside is that if you're talking with everyone before they officially provide 360-degree feedback, you can shape the narrative. The sad truth is that most of us are stuck in our own little worlds. We aren't thinking that much about other people until we're forced to cough something up. If you nudge that process along, you can remind people of what's awesome about you, or at least what you'd like the powers that be to know. Third, solve any glaring problems. I'd like to think we're all aware of our weaknesses, but sometimes we aren't. And sometimes we don't think these weaknesses matter as much as other people think they do. And maybe your conversations with team members will surface issues that are hindering productivity. If you think about these issues now, you can address them in the window before your annual review. Perhaps a team member mentions that your habit of starting and ending meetings late is interfering with her ability to schedule things afterwards. Now, 10 minutes isn't a huge deal in the grand scheme of things. But here's the thing. In generally positive performance reviews, people tend to seize on small problems just to show they're being thorough. Rather than be upset about this, you can do something about any small complaints you learn about in the next few weeks. If you can show progress that you are addressing these issues, that's a much better story than just sticking your head in the sand. Finally, figure out what you'd like to ask for. While managers are supposed to be thinking about your career progress and your compensation, they can't know exactly what you'd like if you don't tell them. So if you'd like to be promoted in the next year, say so. If you'd like to get a larger raise, well, ask what you'd need to do for your manager to be comfortable with that. Propose some ideas. Everyone loves solutions, so make sure you have several options brainstormed ahead of time. If you do these steps, 
there's a good chance you'll have your best review ever. So if you're coming up on an annual review, spend some time today generating numbers, having conversations, and brainstorming future possibilities. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.